yes. Yeah, so here we go again. How we uh, how we hold up? How's how's it going? I think we're doing pretty well. I'm feeling um, very um, philosophical. Are you? Gosh. Yeah. Well, that's very just as well. Yeah. 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 And was that because you know you've been reading stuff, or are you just is this just existentially how you feel at the moment? Because I've I've been reading stuff. I, I mm. I've actually found like one of the first books I think I was that was given to me back in um, when I was at college. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's by Tykeman and Evans, and I can well I was reading it today because I mean it was really it was really um kind of um got me fired up the first I remember it got me fired up the first time I read it. I was reading mm-hmm. it, and it's just it's small little snippets mm-hmm. of um you know the origins of philosophy and all the different things and. Yeah. There's there's barely any kind of um, philosophical language in it. Hmm. It's just, it's it's like it's talking. It's, you know, it's, to, it's I think it's aimed at you know teenagers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. It's great, and it, yeah, nice. it got me back to yeah. you know, thinking about you know what makes me interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I mean, so I think you know it, you can get into philosophy in a variety of different ways, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with like you know burying yourself in a in a particular. Uh, in a particular philosopher and really kind of going for it um mm. but i think particularly if you're if 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 you're you've not committed yourself to philosophy as a kind of a career or profession or or whatever um some of the be- one of the best ways is is just to dip around into the ideas to just have you mm. know to, to to even i mean that's why you know people i think find nietzsche so entertaining sometimes mm. is you know you'll get a phrase you'll get a saying uh, and suddenly it will, you know, it will literally blow your mind. You think, my God! Mm-hmm. And you might take that in your own direction. You may not follow up what the particular philosopher in question um, means by that, or where they take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you know, you get Wittgenstein saying, "The world is everything that is the case," and you could just stop there and just yeah. just mess about with that for a while. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like know. grab, grab, you know, whoever you know interests you, grab, grab yeah. it, and, and just go with it. It doesn't. You don't have to do it in a certain. <laughs> Yeah, was that, your, that, that was your dating advice, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's worked. So. Uh, well, clearly, clearly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Isn't it? I've been, um, I've, I've been a, of, of a fairly kind of philosophical man, but in a kind of in a kind of existential way of, of mm-hmm. late. I think it's, you know, I think you know, you as we've said on a number of occasions, that um, you know, the the the, the uh, you know the, the situation we've all been in. Mm. Over the last year, at least, um, has thrown you know has thrown everything up in the air, yeah. Um, and it has it has I think prompted in all sorts of people, even people who are not necessarily all that self-reflective. Mm. Um, it has prompted kind of questions about kind of who and what they are, and you know questions about their lives and so on. And you know, we've mentioned Carl Jaspers and that whole business about yeah. boundary experiences. Suddenly, a boundary experiences. Um, as a, and a boundary experience has, has, has occurred, uh, and you're sitting yeah. there thinking, you know, what am I going to do now? I'm up up against this kind of poor. I mean, it's one of the things that crops up a lot in in kind of you know pagan religions and all this sort of stuff. The idea of the portal and the liminal, you know, mm. that we've talked about that as well. Kind of stepping over into something else. You know, why am I this side of the door rather than that side of the door? Um, are there doors there that I'd never seen before? Are there portals, you know, um, yeah. t- into into different aspects of my life which I'd never considered going through before. Um, yeah. And not, so not to mention, that's, that's not to mention the time. You know, it's the that that idea, um, plus the amount of time we've got in our hands mm. to think about. Oh, absolutely, things, you know? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you've, as you say, we've, we've, we've almost got too much time mm. on our hands. And the, again, it's it, again, it is quite, it is quite interesting. I'm, I've um, and I've been finding of late that that 
I know, we've, we talked about this. The things that I would would normally be my go to mm. for entertainment, for recreation, for downtime, um, are just not as satisfying under yeah. under current conditions as as I would have expected them to be. Mm. Um, and I think it's probably because these things have done sterling service at weekends and holidays. Yeah. And that's great, you know. So yeah. sitting around at the weekend watching box sets old TV, looking through my comic collection, um, you know, having a nap, playing some computer games. These this is kind of oh, this is this is great. This is great. Because you know that you've got a few days worth of that, maybe a week's worth of that, and mm. then you're back to stuff. So you just think this is an oasis mm-hmm. uh, for me. Um but for the most part, this is all I've been doing for. The, I mean, okay, I still work, but I mean, this is all I've been doing for the last year. And yeah. so, you know, it's just I've just I don't you know I've drained my my go to box sets. I've I you know I've I've gone through a good selection of my my comics and catalogued and you know rebagged them and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been playing a load of games. I'm just thinking I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> These are the things that used to kind of entertain me and amuse me, and now I don't want to do that anymore. But did um, you go like a step further, uh, a step further, like like myself? Is um, stop and start? Mm, I'll start oh this yeah, one. And, yeah. And you end up like not doing anything really. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, I'm half. Yeah, I I, I've that. been halfway. I've been halfway through. Oh, endless number of games, but I've been halfway through a bunch of boxes. I've been halfway through making a Lancaster bomber. Halfway mm. through, you know, you know uh, um, painting a. Pulse rifle from Aliens Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's looking <laughs> great, it's by of, the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was looking good, but it's more to be done. I just put it all aside. I, uh, I mean, ring. I mean, it does remind me in some ways of of, of Kierkegaard's three kind of stages, um, mm. in kind of self awareness and, and kind of actuality. And, and he talks about how um, and you start out in a way just you know wanting all the good stuff. You know, you have that kind of fairly hedonistic thing. You kind of you know. The world is full of some amazing things, and I want as big a slice of it as I can. So it's a mm. kind of sex and drugs and rock and roll moment. Yeah. Um, and then he says, and then you realise, well, that's just you know, you have all the sex, you have all the drugs, you have all the rock and roll, and then what? Mm. You know, it's enough. You know, you eventually become satiated. So then you kind of move on. He says to try to kind of look at other people, and you start to kind of think, well, maybe what we need now, maybe what I need to be doing is focusing beyond myself. Hmm. Um, so maybe I ought to get involved in more charity work. Maybe I ought to kind of organise, you know, band aid or, uh, yeah. you know, organise, you know, just actually kind of do, do more, more, more kind of do, think more ethically about how I behave and the things I do. Maybe recycle a little more. Hmm. Um, and then you do that, and you think, and then he gets the point. Says, well, you, that's still not sufficient. That still is not enough to justify your existence. You know. Yeah. Um, and he says that's, and obviously he's coming from a kind of religious kind of philosophical perspective. And he says that's when. Um, you realise that the answer to your existence is beyond anything you can achieve, and that's when you have to look kind of beyond yourself to a higher power to give you meaning and significance. And he mm. says, and that's when, that's when you're thrown essentially into the into the arms of God, or that's when you have to make that leap into you know into the unknown, into 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 you know the other. And he means God by that clearly. Um, yeah. So, and I think you know, and I, you know, you know, the more you think about these things, the more you think, well, you know. Um, these are kind of fairly old philosophies, old perspectives, uh, and yet they still hold good. I mean, these are yeah. people who genuinely, I mean, you know, the greatest philosophers, the people who had a genuine insight 
into the human mm. condition, uh, the questions that we ask ourselves and the world we find ourselves in. And it's not as if it's not like science in the same way. I mean, it's like that science kind of progresses and you develop new techniques and new methodologies, and new understandings of the world, and so the older ones can be can be put to to side. So, well, that was interesting from a historical point of view, but we don't we don't use those tools anymore mm. because we've got we've got better technology and better understanding. Philosophy doesn't work in that in that same way. You can go mm. back to the earliest philosophers. Yeah. Um, and still think, you know, actually, these are ju- these are people thinking about what it means to be people in a world in which we find ourselves. Um, mm. And so, they, what they what they have to say for themselves is still valid and still still rich. So yeah, so you get um, big questions and big answers that kind of um, mm. echo down the ages. It's still uh, completely rele- relevant. So you can go mm. back to read, you know, Plato's. Uh, uh, dialogues with Socrates, and you're still well. Yeah, that still completely, you know, completely makes sense, even though it's you know so many thousands yeah. of years old. Yeah, I mean, you could look, you know, you could go back and look over, you know, your old undergraduate lecture notes and say, yeah. man, that guy, that guy, I can't remember who he is now, but that 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 guy's class, man, you know, he had some things to say. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that that does. That <laughs> what does are he's doing now? Yeah. Um, I have done things like that though, like, and you 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 write something. Um, and it's yeah, you know, it's a very good piece of work, or whatever. And then you go back to it like years and years mm. later. And it's like, did I really write that? You know, yeah. Yeah. that's that's pretty good, or that's pretty bad. It just it doesn't seem like it was me who did that. It, and you know, I suppose it you wasn't s- in some ways. Well, yeah. I mean, have you still got your third year dissertation? <laughs> yes, yes, it's uh, it's downstairs. Um, I've got it next to my um, my master's dissertation. Yeah, I still Excellent. look at it. Yeah, I still yeah. I, I look at it and it's, uh, it's it's riddled with mistakes and yeah. <laughs> problems yeah. but uh, yeah 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 i like yeah. it no it's fascinating i mean i you know i was thinking that we, we way back we uh we we did our kind of you know our kind of whistle stop tour didn't we mm. through the kind of history of philosophy mm. uh, and i was thinking about that the other day and you know I'm, I'm, i you know i enjoyed doing that because it reminded me of a lot of stuff um that i'd not looked at for ages um, yeah you know, thing, things which are, you know, it's kind of your, it's your kind of like journeyman kind of philosophy stuff. It's kind of, well, these are the things I had to do. Um, mm. These are the kind of the, the, the rites of passage I had to go through um, so that I could, you know, get to a position where I'm, you know, I'm considered to be somebody who can teach philosophy. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, and you think, you know, now, now again, you need, it's, it's good to look back. And we didn't really... You know, as we drove through and we were pointing out of the window saying, oh, on your left, you can see... And yeah. then on your right, as we go further down, you can see Plato. Uh, and uh, those of you, uh, you know, and we were doing that kind of that kind of guided tour, yeah. um, but we never really stopped and got out a lot of yeah. the time. I remember, yeah, yeah sometimes and, you were looking at the window as we went past. Yeah, and that's like, oh, well, can, can we just see? No, 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 you got to keep going. <laughs> I remember going. I mean, I, I do remember um, years ago um, going on a canal holiday with 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 elements of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought, yeah, canal holiday be really groovy because you know you'd be there on the on on the boat, nice and leisurely. You can dum 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 dum. You'd stop, you get off at a pub, you'd have a few beers, and then dum 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 dum. Then you get off and you get to another pub, you have a bite to eat, and it's mm. basically kind of just a leisurely pub crawl with mm. you know stopping off at various sites of interest. Um, but it just ended up being. I mean, uh, uh, no, no. Uh, I'll have to do it again sometime. But and, and mm. no criticism of anybody who loves that. I, it was just mindlessly monotonous because yeah. it was. I think it's probably because the people I was with just didn't want to stop. They had this kind of view in their mind. Right, we are going to get to 
this town, this city by the end of the day, and we are going for it. And, uh, you know, you just see these various pubs and these various kind of, you know, sites of interest and these various restaurants just sailing past you. But, 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 but you know, they look like <laughs> they've got a good bit going. It show, tells, you what, it tells you about the, you know, the character of the person. Hmm. Yeah, because I'll be, yeah, part of part of me will be like, oh, no, but we've got to get, you know, we're going somewhere, we're heading somewhere. Yeah. yeah so I can imagine that would, you know, we, we start off, you know, with all the best will in the world. And we can do this, <laughs> and we can do that, and we'll stop yeah. there. But when yeah. when you're on that journey, it's like no, looking at the time, and yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> so you 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 a destination sort of guy, are you? I yeah, I think so. But um, now I think about it. I once um, went for a, a trip with a friend um, uh, when I was in Japan uh, on on the on the slow trains. We took the slow trains uh, oh, wow. from from um you know from the, the the west of japan to the east of japan and in that case um the, the guy i was with is kind of in charge mm. and uh, uh he could you know he could understand japanese better than i could and he, he made the arrangements and then i was that you know i could then you know relax and look at look outside the window and it was one of the best ones you know one of the yeah. best experiences oh excellent yeah, didn't so think they were slow I didn't think they were slow trains in Japan. I thought everything was like you know full on high <laughs> yeah, speed. Yes. Well, you you can go. You can you obviously you can you can get the, um, the Shinkansen and you can go from one side to the other. You know, an hour or whatever it is. But we took the like the normal train you would take. Mm. Yeah, so that was good. Mm. But yeah, having to go slow and take in the sights and then you 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 know you at that you because you're going such a long time, um, you have to enjoy it. If you if you were annoyed, oh, when can we get to the next place? Then you'll definitely go crazy like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I mean, I think mm. I think you know, I quite like the idea of of now and again just you know getting off and so, uh, so mm. getting off and spending time spending some time with the locals. You know, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the I'm not a big fan of the kind of the organised vacation, the organised mm. holiday. Um, you know, the kind of coach tour. Just fills me with dread, um, mm. uh, and it's just kind of you know, right? You know, today you know today it's Athens, and then tomorrow it's going to be such and such. And tomorrow, you know, when you get out, I want to hang out with it. So I mean, mm. so ha- having done that, because I, I I do feel I you know I um I've never spent an awful lot of time with the pre-Socratics, for example. I was looking mm. right back to the kind of some of the early stuff we did, we, we we were talking about. And you almost kind of pass them by, don't you? It's kind of oh look over there is a field of pre-Socratics, but you know we're on our way. Um, to kind of you know Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle. That's our yeah. destination. That's what we're headed for, guys. Yeah. So you know, we can wave at those names. guys. Yeah. yeah. So we can wave at those guys through the window mm. as they graze merrily. In the, but you know we are headed somewhere else. Um, and I was looking back over some of these guys, and I know we haven't got a huge amount of the material. Um, you know, maybe the odd poem here and here, here and there. Maybe the odd kind of you know comment or word. Uh, a lot of what we know about them is is kind of passed down through you know the great you know the, the great the good like you know Aristotle and Plato and you know, to some extent Socrates. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was just revisiting the other day. I was thinking, you know, this this they have got some interesting things to say, particularly to our current our current time, because mm-hmm. um, they were all about. I mean, they were, and, and this is something that's really hit me over over the last lockdown. This kind of issue issue about permanence and change. Mm. Uh, you know what's what's been thrown up in the air for me is is you know what is it about my life and about my identity um, which is absolutely permanent, which makes me what I am and makes my world what it is, and what is up for grabs, 
mm. what can be what can be changed and yet still maintain your identity yeah. um uh, and what can be changed about the world uh, uh you know what would we want to change about the world is the, is the world infinitely changeable and you, you you look back you know way back into the kind of like you know the the the, the i don't know fifth century bc um mm. you can look at people like thales for example Mm. Who's kind of widely recognised as being the kind of you know the first professional philosopher? Bang on what he was interested in. It was kind of you know what's going is is reality, you know is reality something that is absolutely sort of solid, unchanging kind of you know stuff that that that, that we can kind of build on, um, or does it always change? Is there variation? How do we account for the change? I mean you know mm. we look at the world we we find ourselves. It's got to be founded on something, and the world we find ourselves has to you know we, we build on the world. And we create lives on the world, and we identify ourselves um, in a fairly kind of, you know, in a fairly kind of clear-cut way in the world. So the permanence is a very is a is a very important thing. But at the same time, we dig change. We like. I mean, I know you know we get the kind of Wayne's World thing that we fear change. Yeah, okay, we do fear change, but, <laughs> but it's in, change seems to be inevitable. I and mean, we grow up, we get older. Um, mm. Are we see our kids growing up? Um, you know, uh, you know the world. Uh, we've seen, you know, the world suddenly goes from you know one state to another, kind of almost overnight, as a result of some kind of minute microbe. <laughs> suddenly, all our and again, I was re- I've been reading, rereading um, the War of the Worlds. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, and, and it, it reminds me. Well, I started reading that there was a there was a, a, a comic version. Those of you who are comic geeks out there will know this. Back in the seventies, um, Marvel Comics created. Um, uh, a new series of War of the Worlds. Basically, it's the return of the Martians. They kind mm-hmm. of come back, um, and you know, and now they've had their their vaccinations, uh, <laughs> and they and they they are not taking any shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've got this incredible kind of piece. It's, it was supposed to be set in the kind of in in. This was written in like I don't know, sort of, I, don't know I think in in nineteen seventy three something like this. I was in my you know my my teens at that stage. Very exciting stuff. And it was supposed mm. to be predicting what was going to happen in two thousand and eighteen, two thousand and distant future. Fairly close, but it was distant future. Um mm. uh and you have this kind of incredible the writing was actually particularly good because it said, you know, mm. um, you know, we had you know, we there have been lots of predictions about the future. I think one of the opening paragraphs says lots of predictions about the future. Uh, Orwell's kind of nineteen eighty four, um the idea of of, of you know of of um, you know, uh, 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 political kind of domination and manipulation, uh, and the text. You know, the demagogues of our world uh, of the world uh, prevented us all from seeing that slow progression into the 1984. Um, mm. But that never happened because something else happened first. Um, you know, we've seen a kind of collapse of our you know, ecosystem, but that didn't happen because, and it was mm. going to, the Martians came back. Um, and you've got this guy who's their kind of hero, a guy called Killraven, because they all have cool names. Mm. Um, <laughs> and the, the, it's great. I remember reading this. This, this, you know, this you know, Killraven is fighting for, for human rights, fighting against these oppressors. Um, so human rights human- takes on the whole new meaning there, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of and the, the great bit was in you know, and I'm sure this was just smuggled in because this this, this is not you know probably not something that, that that would have gone down fairly well as it's aimed to a young teen market. But it's kind of you know, you know Killraven is fighting for the right for human beings to destroy themselves in their own way. <laughs> yeah, and I, said, oh, and I just yeah, I was reading this. So I was like, oh man, yeah, that's it. You know, this, <laughs> that's it. Uh, and yeah, you get the Martians are pitched up. Uh, um, you know, and the previous Martians 
they came along with all their kind of you know all their kind of power their tripods their technology and got taken down by uh, the microbes you know the mm. things that were you know so a grand plan took them out you know, and you've got in wells's original story human beings with the with the victorian might of of of, of you know of britain's armies navies <laughs> and so on and their their their, their, their technology absolutely kind of worthless in the face of the superior force mm. um and it does it just made me think you know the the, the factors <clears throat> the small or the big factors that can imp- implement change mm. almost immediately i can imagine the you know people like thales for example sitting there thinking you know this is the world we live in a, a world that looks rock solid you know mm. the politics is rock solid people are in control people are in command we've got our technologies we've got our world we know what we're going we're safe in our knowledge and place in the world and then suddenly mm. the rugs pulled out and then you know then what you know, uh, does that undermine our sense of of of, of a, a solid foundation to build on do we not bother anymore mm. building anything because we think oh well tomorrow it could all be it could all go to shit Mm. Um, uh, or do we embrace the change in some way and say, well, change is inevitable no matter what, and so we have to create a world, in, uh, 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 a, a way of engaging in an ever-changing world. 